Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to another video. Um, I just sat down there to do the video and my baby sat on my lap. She's gone off there now. So I said I'd start it anyway. So um, today, today I'd like to say that I had a request, an email request from someone who's just recently had a terrible discard. And I was wondering if anybody would be available to be a buddy support to this person. He's asked me to reach out to see if there's anyone willing to support him on the start of his healing journey. And guys, you know, it's really good for our cognitive dissonance um, certainly for someone who's starting out that just has been discarded to hear from someone else who's further down the path on their journey to healing after narcissistic abuse, um, that there is light at the end of the tunnel and that you will you will pull through and kind of someone to give a few tips on what what helps or what help them. And then on the other side of helping, which is always a benefit when you're giving to someone else, unless it's a narcissist you're giving to, mind you. If you're helping the person who's just come out of the discard or is coming out, it helps remind you if you have gone into a stage in your healing where you have some cognitive dissonance because time can heal, but it can also minimize the abuse and the damage that that we go through. And we can kind of tend to see things sometimes, you know, with slightly more rose tinted glasses if we're going through a bad time on our healing. So that kind of, you know, refreshes you in relation to what this person is just coming out of. And it kind of maybe reminds you if you're healed enough to take it and it doesn't trigger you, it can remind you of what you did really go through, the real story behind the relationship with the narcissist. So, guys, today and um, the video I'd like to in this video go into um it's it's a kind of a it's a turning point in a relationship with the narcissist where if you use a certain technique you're going to protect yourself a lot more from narcissistic attack and abuse in certainly in the intimate setting in a relationship but it can also apply to other settings like f familial settings and with friends so it's really easy once you once you get it about narcissists and what they're all about and how they operate and once you stop trying to impose your way of looking at life on the experience that that you had with the narcissist then you disassociate from the experience in as much as you can see the reality of it and it helps you to heal because you're not taking what happened personally as a as an affront or as a criticism of you as a person. You're just seeing how another person operates without empathy or without caring. And you learn about yourself a lot as to how you interacted with that person. And then you learn a lot about yourself as to how you coped with the pain of getting away from that person and all the the journey about yourself that you had to you know go through to heal so 
I hope this isn't triggering for anyone. It depends on what stage you're at getting out of a narcissistically abusive relationship. But when you get to a certain stage, you're able to look at it um, valuing the benefits that you were able to give yourself in your recovery journey because of the experience, not not praising, you know, the narcissist or saying it was great that you went through the experience, but saying how you deal with the experience yourself can hugely benefit you as a person and it can stimulate you to to do more and to be braver and to to love yourself so much more so that you can you can bring the talents that you have out in yourself and um you can explore yourself more and i'm actually going i'm doing a course at the moment guys for to support this aspect of healing and i'm hoping that it'll be released in october but uh, that's as quick as i can do it we're back to work at the moment and um it's going to take some time to get it all together. Now, just to get into the 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 crux of the video, and uh, if anyone is prepared, sorry, jumping a bit around here. If anyone is prepared to buddy up with the request I had for a buddy, it's uh, the time zone is GMT. Um, please send me an email to narxcon at gmail .com. That's N A R C S C O N narxcon at gmail.com. Okay, so narcissists. Narcissists are people that are very different to us. In fact, the only difference I see in people, I don't see nationality difference, uh, race difference, colour difference, religion difference. These are all part of what makes us a colourful human. They're part of who we are. What differentiates human beings, in my opinion, is we have people that have narcissistic personality disorder and we have human beings who have fully functioning um, capacities to love, uh, to empathise, to understand, to compromise, to not think in black and white, to not have magical thinking, to not need to abuse to get their needs met that aren't highly manipulative. And on the other hand, we have the exact opposite to that, who are narcissists. So narcissists just care about themselves. So they see opportunities in the world to advance themselves, to better themselves, to emotionally regulate themselves, to survive, in other words. They look outside of themselves to get their needs met. So if they come across, say, one of us that's uninitiated, that's what I'd say, uninitiated in the fact that there are different types of human being, that there are two types of human being, they can nearly, they can nearly hone in or zone in or they can nearly, we come up on, on, on their radar as such, as being an uninitiated person, being a, a person who operates with a high degree of emotional capacity for others. But they see that as a weakness and a blindness to them. 
So they weaponize our emotions to get what they need. They weaponize our emotions against us. They're able to do this because they don't care about anybody else. So they've no remorse or empathic capability to care about how something affects you. All that caring and empathy that they have is for themselves only. So they see somebody who's uninitiated into the fact that there are different people, different types of human being in the world as as an open as an open target, as a as someone with no defenses whatsoever. And they will they'll do the love bomb, you know, to get you hooked. We, we all are very familiar with that. But there's a point in the relationship that if you use this technique, you are less likely to stay in a relationship with a narcissist. Now, remember, narcissists pick people not because they're stupid, not because they're maybe you can say a little bit naive, but only naive in the fact that they don't people don't understand that there are these narcissistic psychopaths going around. Um, they they can pick the most intelligent person on this planet once this person is not aware of the narcissistic personality disorder and once this person has high emotional capacity and empathy for others. So it's nothing to do with intelligence when a, nar a narcissist targets you. It's just that they have an instinct that you are going to be able to supply their needs once they weaponize your emotions against you. So once the love bomb stage is over and you're feeling all this giving and giving and giving to the narcissist has been reciprocated in that they're mirroring it all back to you and you're feeling very happy. But it gets to a stage when the narcissist feels they have you hooked and they're not validating you or giving back to you. And there's not this kind of reciprocal illusion of the love flowing between the two of you. And you're getting a bit exhausted and you're realising that there's an imbalance there and you're doing more and more and more for the narcissist. You're looking after them while it all started off with the, you know, maybe shared cooking and stuff. That's getting less and less. Your free time is getting less and less. It's being monopolized now, not just with the narcissist's presence, but with their needs being fulfilled. So you're going doing jobs for them. You're giving them more support financially. You're supporting them, you know, when they come home and complain about other people. So you're becoming a bit drained. And at that stage, you kind of, there's an unhappiness in the relationship because your your reserves are being so run down that you actually need something back. You need You need a bit of love and recuperation from the marathon that you've been running for the narcissist on a weekly basis. You attempt to get your needs met from this other person and they immediately, they immediately get that succinct point that something is turning in you and they need to slap that down immediately. 
it, it kind of revolves around the devaluation process. But this is another what I call crucial point in the relationship. The narcissist recognizes that there's a bit of um, there's a bit of there's a bit of what could I say discombobulation in the relationship that something is not you know you're not pumping it out as you usually do and there's a bit of pullback from you so they know instinctively that they immediately have to nip that in the bud now they get the feeling that there's something you know not quite right but narcissists don't introspect so they're not going to say um oh gosh you know i must be doing something wrong here my partner's not that happy or they're kind of you know they 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 seem a bit disgruntled or a bit low in energy and and things aren't going well we're having a few fights here so they don't sit down and go what can i do to make this better narcissists being omnipotent um f- very entitled feeling that they're perfect and that they know everything immediately go blame shifting and say well it's your fault it's your fault you've been you know everything's been great i.e you've been meeting all my needs superbly and now what the hell is going on you know you're not functioning the way you used to and you need to look at yourself you know you need to have a good look at yourself because you're not blah blah you know you're not serving me the way you used to serve me so it's all your fault if at this point you if at this point you accept that and go oh oh i'm not doing something you know maybe it is me if at that stage you do that and you take that on board that brings the narcissist another good few months or years of you introspecting and starting to try and improve yourself and try and love the narcissist more and that is the crucial crux the bridge in the relationship with the narcissist they've got the hook in and then they have started the grooming process of you introspecting you trying to improve yourself you trying to output more for the narcissist there are two ways to go into a relationship and this guys if you take this on board i believe you'll protect yourselves going forward in other relationships and it will dis- it will it will instinctively make narcissists go away from you if you're uninitiated in the world of narcissism in narcdom you may think that if you go into a relationship and give your all to the other person and love them the way you'd like to be loved yourself which is part of what is in the bible and what jesus says do unto others as you would have them do unto you that is perfect once you are with an empathic person who is capable of loving you is capable of appreciating what you're doing for them and is reciprocating back to you what you're giving to them with a narcissist you're the giver and they're the taker so even with anyone even in a healthy relationship 
It will protect you better if you go into a relationship, not looking for a transactional relationship, saying, if I do this for you, you'll do that for me, but looking for reciprocation as a sign of a healthy relationship. So it's difficult in the love bomb stage because the narcissist does appear to be reciprocating when they're mirroring you. But if you get to the stage, the crooks, the bridge in the relationship where you are realizing that you're not getting your needs met and the relationship is imbalanced, that's the stage. That is the crucial stage where you need to pull back and don't listen to two words. Don't over introspect, but see if anything comes back to you. See if there's a reciprocal, emotional reciprocal response to your needs at that stage. So if you go into a relationship, there are two ways to love. One is to totally love the other person and forget about yourself, just to love them and believe that by loving them, you'll be loved back. And that if you give your love to them, they'll give their love to you and both people will be loved up and fine and happy. Even with the best of people, even with emotionally um, mature or people who feel empathy, in other words, genuine human beings, it's not good to just give and give and give. We have to be able to love ourselves enough to expect to receive back in a healthy way from another human being, because human nature, even at its best, if it keeps if it keeps getting things given to it without any expectation from the other person. In other words, if you're giving in desperation and you're giving and giving and giving and giving and you're not respecting yourself enough to expect something back from the other person, it's human nature sometimes, even the best of us, to just expect and take a person for granted. With a narcissist, you're, you're talking, you're their gold mine and they will mine you until there is no gold left in their, for them, in their book. So guys, my message here is going into any relationship, um, when you give something, expect something in return in a respectful way, not in a transactional way, but in a way where empathy is shown back to you. And when you need help and support, that help and support is forthcoming. And you're not told, hey, there's something wrong with you and you need to improve yourself. That's what the narcissist will say to you. And that's the crucial point. If someone in a relationship with you says that to you, and takes no accountability, no responsibility, and tells you you're unhappy because of yourself and won't discuss things with you, you're, with a, you're highly likely to be with somebody highly narcissistic and toxic. Guys, I hope that is, has helped. And going forward, when you go into a relationship, remember to love yourself enough to expect that love to be reciprocated in an accountable way, in a in a realistic way, in a tangible way. And don't let anybody attack you when you look for love back. 
That's all I have to say today, guys. I hope to see you soon again. So many more videos to come. And if you have any video requests, leave them in the comments, please. I always read the comments. I read every single comment that you leave. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye.